Absolute integrity. Your word, your thoughts, yourself, no conflict, just you. To see yourself and know yourself, just like you would see and read a book without having to read every single page. You can just take a glance and with that glance see the entire book. I heard a man say that. Krishamanu. <laughs> that is not at all what he's called. Um, Krishnamurti is his name. I stumbled upon him on YouTube somehow. This guy, wise, supposedly guru, but he's he just tells you, you know, being a guru is retarded. <laughs> Everything is somewhat retarded. Um, what I really loved about I'm like in this episode, I want to go through promises that I've I've made myself that I want to share with you and, and solidify here obviously, and, and just a few thoughts of how I'm seeing things lately. Um, this is one of the, let's say, revisions of the journey. You know, I had the journey's beginning, the first podcast episode, where I had absolutely no clue what this podcast was, uh, or is, and what it's going to be. But now it's been almost a year and a half since I've started, and it's quickly become... So, the first few episodes, I talked about general the general overview of how i was seeing life at the time so i thought you know people aren't seeing life the way that life should be seen not living life the way that they needed to 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 live getting the experience that they needed to to experience i don't think there's a truth beyond experience at the moment and it's just about knowing how to exceed or get to, to whatever type of experience that you want and what krishna krishnamurti is saying is um fuck your experience <laughs> that's not really it's really not what he's saying he's saying something like the fact that you need a guru the fact that you need anything is just uh, it's all a construct everything that we've created is a product of belief of thought and as product as a product of thought god being a product of thought uh, our buildings be our roads our cars all being products of thought it's just like you need to just detach from from that type of need and even if you die as an individual, the collective is what will always exist, never just you. And the collective is always, always changing. So his story is interesting. Why? Because he was raised, and this Sadhguru says, says this, is um, Krishnamurti is someone, he's like a delicate flower. You know, his, fragna his fragrance you can't miss. You'll always smell it. You'll always see that it's there. So people noticed him growing up um, since he was young and this uh, church of theology at the school of thought in, in India took him in and they wanted to raise him. They wanted to basically bring the next messiah, bring the next, you know, ultimate guru, Shiva himself personified, the God personified to the people and, and you know, he's going to lead us. So they, they raised him as if he was that, as if he were that, basically. And when you listen to the man, the man can be aggressive and sharp with his words and, and sometimes unnecessarily unnecessarily rude, you'd think. 
but you can also tell like he's full full of that love that not a lot of people are willing to keep on sharing um he talks as if he doesn't enjoy it and and every time he asks every time he reads a question that's been asked of him he reads it twice and i i noticed once he did that uh that the first time he read that question i really didn't i the first time he read the question i thought i understood what the question said or wanted but then i found him reading it again and when he read it word for word exactly again I realized it's a totally different question, you know, and and he he needs he tackles the question first before even coming close to an answer, uh, which I found absolutely interesting. He uh, attacks somewhat the person asking the question. A person asks like, uh, "What is there after death?" Or, you know, like what a question like. You're, you're really asking that like you really want to know what what's going to happen after death and you think you're like serious enough to actually take that question or feel the answer because you have to experience the answer more than you need to be able to articulate it most of the time uh, like i said i think experience is is the only truth so I found Krishnamurti to be just a very, very pleasant uh, being to to listen to, especially because he was raised to be this personification of a god, right? And he went he went along with it and and everything, and and he the the, the school was like, okay, yeah, this is the next coming of of Shiva. Uh, and he's going to change how we all are and we're all going to basically worship him and everything and he stood up and and they basically handed him the the key to their kingdom and he stood up in front of everyone he's like everything that these people are saying is bullshit i am not god i'm not nothing i'm 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 nothing everything that you're trying to seek understand why you're trying to seek it Everything that you are, under, try to understand where it is you're coming from, man. You want to know something like what happens after death, or uh, is there a god? Or like when you're asking these questions, what are you? What what is thought trying to? What problem is thought trying to solve in this case? And he always says things like, uh, "You don't need a guru. I'm not your guru. No one's your guru." Uh, if you talk to, like, if you look at Ramdas, Ramdas is saying something like, um, everything is your guru, right? Anything that you see yourself reacting to in any way is, is something teaching you. Depending on how strongly or, or weakly you react, it's a lesson. And the stronger, stronger, stronger you react, of course, that's a lesson, powerful lesson you need to take. And this guy comes in and he's like, you know, all of this doesn't matter. Like the way things are moving means that they're moving in the way that they they need to move. And eventually the, the conscious whatever is going to manifest whatever it needs to manifest. Like I'm not obviously exactly sure if that's the message he's trying to get to. But I've listened to him a lot lately and um, he speaks slowly. He speaks calmly. He tackles the question. He reads it twice always uh, he he shows love he talks to the audience somehow he he tells them to to listen but he, he he's sometimes rude but also loving it's it's a weird he's a weird character uh he delved into intelligence uh 
too and you can just see how sharp this guy is you know like uh, Sadhguru said it his, his words cut like knives <laughs> which is nice but um, yeah for me it's like I'm, I'm just trying to really detach and detach and detach from everything and and I know a part of me felt really stuck let's say with this podcast in a sense that you say something and, and it's recorded and it's there and, and almost you know the meaning that people can derive from it is impermanent it can be different from person to person it, it is different from person to person and it can be different for the same person listening to the thing twice um in my case i've listened to a lot of my first episodes uh right after i recorded them and then went through them to edit them i stopped doing that i stopped going through every episode that i upload and it's a shame to stop because it takes away from from reflecting on your reflections the way that i i really enjoyed at the beginning of, of doing this but uh there there are they are things that i will be listening to again uh throughout my life you know there will always be there but i i faced the issue of feeling like i was attached to some degree to the things that i was saying you know uh just because i said them there's so much incorrect so much so many wrong things i said you know from things that i thought from information like i always try to say what the truth is like there was this time where i mentioned the story of of my uncle getting mad at me for calling him um, and I think in the in the episode where I said this story, I said something like shit, when in fact I said something like kelp, which means dog or something, you know, there's some inconsistency in the story. And I still think about this to this day. I might have, I think I recorded this episode 10 months ago <laughs> where I mentioned that. But just because I, I said something that I thought was incorrect, I was so attached to it for so long. I always told myself I should like, uh, redo the the episode or or edit it or you know but it's done and it's behind me you know and even if it's a mistake and uh, sure I'm, I'm holding on to it or whatever we don't need to hold on to it i don't need to, I, I don't identify with anything that i that i'm saying i, I try not to identify with anything like I'm, I'm really just trying to reach a state of 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 oneness like look uh something i've been thinking about often is how the only thing that's different between humans now and 10,000 years ago is how we approach problems, our tools and, and our perception of what's li likely or possible, you know? So if we, if a, if a human being or if, if our culture, if the same exact culture was transferred to, to people 10,000 years ago, they would be able to do what we do now, you know? If, if, if you sent someone who can make mobile phones back 10,000 years ago and, and you told him, make me a phone, it's going to be difficult for him. But he if he knows the type of metals to get and the type of wires to put together and the type of circuits to build and the type of operating system to put into a mobile phone, and <laughs> okay, maybe maybe it's too much of a, of a you know, it's, it's a beast of a task for maybe one person to undertake 10,000 years ago but the idea is if that knowledge is is at that point then they can do what we can do now what i mean by this is if we decide to change patterns at any point our entire way of being can change almost immediately if i decide to detach from one of the things that hold me back more than anything else which is now i'm thinking something along the lines of 
the fact that something might already exist as an experience makes me feel like I uh, can't let myself do it. It's a very difficult one to explain. Just and it's 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 come up in my life more than once. So as an example, like for like right now in my company, there's a lot of things that I can I can do. But then again, I I think that maybe someone's already done it. Maybe someone's already working on it. Maybe they have a system in place or an idea of a system in place, and so that I can't do this myself the way that I think is suitable. But seeing it's a startup, we're still building the systems properly and the processes. The reality is that whatever I do, even if someone worked on it, even if someone has an idea, it's going to be new and it's going to have a different perspective of how it's being viewed. And if I take myself seriously and I do what I do seriously, then even if it's wrong or right, people will take me seriously for it. That's the point. Um, I'll, I'll be able to explain this better at some point, but... I do feel like I hold myself back because I feel like I don't like I don't I'm not sure that my energy is going in the right place or should go in a different place that I end up putting it in the wrong place because of that type of thinking. But I'll I'll come to a better articulation of this in my life for sure, uh, seeing as how subtle but also prominent it is in my life. So, with that being said, I really respect uh, Krishna Krish. I need to once and for all know how to, how to fucking say his name. Krishna Murti, Krishna Murti. Okay, easy. Because um, you know any type of person would have stood up and would have loved the idea of of seeing that or thinking that they were God, you know. But he clearly saw it that it was it was all an illusion. It is all an illusion. It is all images, and we're living our life based off of images. And I don't want to live off off of the image of, of, of things that I've said, you know, I've changed so much the past year and a half by it's on its own that it's just, you know, there's no reason to attach to, to anything that I say. And anyone listening to anything at any point, I might not be saying this often, I should be saying it often, I said it towards the beginning of, of, of the episodes and I still hold it on to, to it right now, is that anything that I do say, I say knowing that I can be wrong, knowing that I know nothing, knowing that someday I'll move move on from this or whatever. And it's very, very clear to me right now that that any change in patterns, I don't need to hold on to any bad thing that I lived, even if I lived through it or with it for 40 years, if I decide to let go of it now, that in itself is, is going to change so much. And I'm just letting go so, so much and trying to just allow myself to, to be rather than to try and make myself be or or see or or force any type of action i just want to allow myself to be the maximum of my character okay 15 minutes of that now to talk about my promises so i want to talk about my processes a little bit i'm not sure if i should do this now or probably another episode but generally, I am working on four things right now. And that's not cool because um, my attention is too divided. And the, the dream I had today was really weird. Like I, or in the dream yesterday too, um, is that I felt like I was divided in the dream. You know, like I, in the dream, I had two jobs at the same time and I was trying to do both jobs at the same time. And just, it was a stressful dream. 
So one thing is, yes, I'm, I'm writing almost all my dreams down almost every night. Sometimes I write what I think about them, what I think they mean, what I think they entail, what's going on in my life, how it's, how it's representing that too. And the more I'm doing this, the more my dreams seem vivid as they happen, as I'm dreaming. But as I wake, of course, you do forget, but it also still always somehow there. And it's giving me access to other dreams that I've had sometimes 10 years ago, sometimes five years ago, sometimes three years ago, when I'm remembering a dream and then I remember somewhat similar dreams or similar places or similar themes in, in other dreams. And it's insane. And the more I'm seeing that, the more I'm seeing this life as somewhat of a of a manifestation of dreams, right? It's it's a dreamlike state too, but it's just it's just more coherent in the fact that it's it's continuous in the sense that the laws seem to be the same um, every every day, more or less, with things that can change. It is it is a manifestation of dreams. You know, I can only be so aware or. Um, existent <laughs> I can only be here because uh, I can only be an acting character here because I act out things in my dreams and I, I I construct you know your brain is constructing and putting things in place I'll talk about this more in another episode it has to it has to have its own episode um, my goals right now I really want to do well in my job obviously and I can't let things distract me but I do have two online courses that I recorded like eight months ago that I haven't uploaded so I want to get those out of the way it's actually really straightforward what I have to do to upload them it's just that it, it takes redundant uh, and just j just takes redundant work to get them done it might take like maybe four or five hours of redundant work and that's it really and that's something I could have done you know a while back but but it's fine I haven't yet but not because of lack of uh, wanting to, but just doing redundant work just pisses me off. Like I, I took that, uh, let's say amphetamine or like ADHD medicine pill uh, last week and it gave me a, a good amount of focus, but then I went through my entire week lost. <laughs> not completely, but it definitely felt that way. Uh, craving like uh, the clarity or the, the type of push that that pill gave me just that one day. But this is why I don't take it at all. And I don't want to take it. I didn't take it this weekend uh, because it, it's just so clear to me how so taking something that makes you lacking so much without it is definitely something that you should avoid. Uh, it creates a state of, of lack in you that's too paramount or consistent. Um, it, it's a weird thing. So... It's interesting that it's something I'm going through, for me at least, that I get to see how my attention is. I'm trying to be more attentive, more aware of the entire scene, the entire pool of, of space, space that I'm in. I just want to see it without the barriers. You know, I want to see when you're fighting someone, you know, I want to see everything where he's coming from, all of that, and be so aware of the situation without that, that fear of being hit in a certain way or 
and me and my roommate have been going behind the house you know it's quarantine time so we don't interact with a lot of people and we uh, we fight like we stand on the grass and the grass is rough so my my feet are getting like uh very like a lot stronger <laughs> and I'm, I'm we're kicking each other and fighting and, and like we're both aware that we're playing you know we're not like trying to kid each other so it's pretty cool um uh fighting with someone aware and yeah everything hurts but it's fine <laughs> the front of my shins are, are bruised all of them but whatever um yeah so there's work there's online courses there under there's understanding intelligence which uh i just want to have as a complete proper book that i feel i'm proud of and is, is in its own sense at least complete even if not 100 percent, but at least to the level where i see like okay this is a book i'm proud of so far as much as i'm proud of the fact that i was able to put that together and i've said this a few times uh it's still like johannes mentioned once that you know this is this is the natural process of writing you write a book it's not good enough write the next one no, I want this one to be done right. Uh, it's not about writing another one. I want one proper book of how I see things happen and how you can adopt that as a frame yourself. And I want that to be done in the corner behind me and then just live my life, you know? <laughs> uh, if I have more to share in another way or another format, I will. It's not a problem. I, I, I want to write a good story. And that's the fourth thing. I want to write How the Smoke Dances so and that's coming and it's coming hard you know it's it's like it's it's, it's something i'm always thinking about it's, i'm always thinking about the narrative i'm always thinking about the characters anything interesting i think i can put in i put in and i'm sitting down very often um like the last five days yesterday i didn't but like every day before yesterday i uh, every night before i slept i did at least 10 to 20 minutes of, of writing and thinking about the the story so I'm, I'm putting a lot into this, even even if it's not coming together too quickly or even if it seems too uh, diverged, I wouldn't say diverged, like smoke, even if it's too intangible, you know, even if it's too, you can't hold on to it uh, and it's not physical in front of you. I do see it coming just because of how much I think about it and how much I visualize it, you know, I... <laughs> I really like see it a lot in my head, you know, this story being there and being here in the world, you know, and for people to to absorb it. Like I really see it being a part of my backbone, you know, this uh, this narrative, and it's so necessary for me to to have it reflect and represent itself out of me the way the way that I am. And it's a reflection of, of everything that I've been through, no doubt, uh, in one way or another, which is which is nice. But I do want people to be able to read something and actually get something out of it, you know, like to read, enjoy and learn without knowing that you're learning and see it be embedded in you, you know, without you even knowing. And I mean, that's all I've ever talked about. <laughs> Influencing thought, right? Uh, hopefully uh, in one way or another but but essentially that the thing that it goes back to is me being absolutely true to myself and whatever the, I am whatever the book I am is that I feel like I know 
I know that I've always known that this was something I needed to do. And now this was something that Krishnamurti said too, uh, which I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, how some people can live for 20 years and seem to have lived for a thousand years, and some people lived for a hundred years who have just lived for the hundred years. And it's just in relation to the metaphor of living seeing your life as a book you either read one page at a time and you're very slow with reading it or in one moment in one glance you see you see the entirety of the book the wholeness of it and i think to some degree we all have that i think to some degree i think to some degree we we all know who we are and when i heard him say that sentence i really felt like I looked at my life, I looked at myself, and I'm like, but I do know who I am, you know, this is who I am, this feeling that I know is in me, of integrity, of, of, of oneness, responsibility towards myself, my actions, my words, my my life, you know, this is my life, I will I will live my life according to my principles with my integrity and and I will take myself absolutely seriously because if I don't no one will and yeah on the 12th of June my birthday again the two courses will be out um, and understanding intelligence will have a second edition complete the way that I think it should be complete the book cover is going to probably stay the same but I do think that I can have a nicer book cover out and the I want to I want to have the hardcover done too the hardcover I would need to edit the format of the book in a different way before uploading it so that's going to take a bit of time but writing wise I should be saying, you know, I want the entire thing done by 12th of June, but writing-wise, the book's going to be done by 12th of June. Um, and how the smoke dances, I don't want to give myself a long deadline. I want it to be soon. Today's the 29th of March. I want the first draft of this book done by the 12th of October, four months after my birthday. I want the draft done. The book being published and all of that could take a year and a half. I don't know how how things are and I don't know how quick I can find the publisher. I know that I'm the type of person who would go to a million publishers and then talk to all of them and negotiate with them and just show them, you know, this is the best book you'll ever <laughs> read in your life. Um, but uh, generally, first draft on 12th of October. I don't care what the fuck you know even though i'm doing a million other things in my life like fighting and and, and all of that I, I want this done and it's so important to me that it gets done i also talked to johannes yesterday and today or before yesterday his birthday was on the 27th of march um <coughs> so I always wanted to fight for a while now, you know, when I've been fighting, I've always thought of myself fighting in, in the UFC, like a cage, you know, like the octagon cage, uh, 
in the middle it's a competition and I'm fighting someone who wants to win just as bad as I want to win you know I want to fight in the UFC just one fight just one just one and I don't care I don't care about becoming the world champion I don't care about you know fighting 100 fights and winning all of them I'll leave that to, to everyone else you know but to me I want to know that at least once in my life I entered this ring I don't want to go in with emotion and, and you know wanting to 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 hate the person or anything I just want to be completely myself like composed knowing understanding and just like obliterate this motherfucker <laughs> just one time man that's all I want um and like my my like you can like I'm 23 right now and when did I start fighting like seriously two months ago and now there's a quarantine and I can't fight but I it's it, I can't stop thinking about it I can't I'd be sitting there doing any type of work or meditating and I'd imagine myself fighting and I'd imagine the angles that I can be hit through and then the angles that I can I can hit and I I see very clearly that it's not about prolonging the fight or or doing as much damage as possible it's about ending the fight very quickly and seeing the fastest route to getting to that and every opponent is different and they'll react back to you um somewhat in the same way so and there's so so many amazing fighters out there in the world that i can just watch fight and i absorb that i do feel like i absorb watching people that i admire do whatever they do i feel like i do absorb that and and embody it myself anyhow uh, a lot of fighters fought since they were 12 doesn't fucking matter to me I am who I am and I am what I am and I want to reach a stage of composure and oneness to the point that I can I can just do this you know I want to carry myself with that type of weight and respect um, so I told you Hannes one day I'm going to fight in the UFC probably like I'll give myself seven years to make that happen. You know, I'm, I'll be 24 in two months and a half, and and then I'm I have like what six years until I'm 30, uh, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. So that's seven years until I'm I'm 30, and I think that's enough to just go in there once and just fuck someone's uh, <laughs> entire idea of what they think fighting is. Um, yeah, uh, something I really want to do. Something I really want to do. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I created another sheet on Evernote for episodes that I want to do soon enough. Um, I'll do one about my processes, one about what I think about yoga because I've been doing yoga. I'm going to do one with me just doing the breathing exercise, just the breathing exercise, the Wim Hof breathing exercise for like 45 minutes, 30 breaths each, each time, so that I can just listen to it myself and breathe myself to, to it. Uh, I think because I, I don't want to count breathing every time. So I'll just follow myself breathing and then go back to that every time. Um, I want one. I want to talk about one where I talk about progress. Um, again, with progress, I I really think that if we just change our patterns completely, all at once, all of us, everything can change immediately. 
despite uh, we hold on too much to a lot of patterns at the same time. It's it's a natural process of change, which is which is fine. But I want to do one about progress. I want to do one about what I think money really is. Value corporations, you know, Google. Google represents this idea of intelligence that I've talked about so much, so well. So no wonder it's doing so well as a company. And it's probably going to exist forever and dominate everything. Um, I'm just, I want to check the Google stock price. It's it's a thousand euros uh, per share for Google. It's called Alphabet Inc. Class A. Apple is... Apple is 228. Amazon. I'm going to do some. Amazon is 1,730. Holy shit. Way to maintain your high. Like they maintain their stock price during this Corona stuff. Uh, No other company did. Because everyone's ordering online. And... uh, People have to pay for it. Amazon is one month older than I am. <laughs> that idea, you know, that a company is almost as old as I am. It, it's changing and doing so much. Um, so, yeah, there's a reason for that, is that their processes are in tune with the intelligent way of nature. And I wanted to do one about what I think about egocentrism. Uh, have more focused episodes, in a sense, a bit more. Um, I don't know in what episodes I talk about my own self, <laughs> my reflections and whatnot. But yeah, I'll be adding things to this list and writing at the top of this list what I th- like points, small points that I would like to talk about and the episode that I'm going to do now. So here, like I wrote that, promises of my deadline. I wanted to go through the names of my previous episodes. I'll keep that for later. And just say what I think about the the names and, and what I think the episodes are about, even though I haven't, uh, you know, I recorded and uploaded them so such a long time ago. But I will be listening to them again for sure. And then say what I think about them again after I listen to them. Um, but yeah, this is this is like a, a journal, and you know this by now. You can listen to it if you want to listen to it, but don't assume that I identify with anything that I've said by the time you see me and interact with me in person, right? Because like I've seen that a lot. People that that listen to don't don't think that I am just what I say I am. I am nothing. <laughs> I, am, I am fucking nothing at all. Trying to become everything. Um, fun stuff, right? 